You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Every... I try to do that different every time. Another edition of Everyday Attraction. Attraction. This is your no. You, this is the beginning of the show. Don't worry, not nothing is happening. This is Ray, your feel good sister Ray, and this is Heather. And here we are yet again, another week on our gorgeous porch, talking all things law of attraction. Just sitting back. What are we sipping today? It's the middle of winter. Some gin and juice. Gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it's a spiritual gin, though. <laughs> Welcome to our show. We like to talk about all things law of attraction leading bleeding edge but this you know this is not this is not your run-of-the-mill law of attraction show can we just say that um this is not for the faint of heart this, this is, is for the yeah. people who want to get real and get physical <laughs> in their spiritual let's get physical physical <laughs> maybe that'll be our new theme what we love to talk about is how to bring spirit into the everyday hence the everyday of traction um how to bring it into the day-to-day to really make the ordinary extraordinary and live in the bliss live in the unconditional love that we all know that we're here to experience and just for the fun of it have a little contrast too because what fun would it be without a little bit of contrast right whoop whoop <laughs> I'm an expert at contrast, so I'm glad you're saying it's fun. (laughs) Aren't we all? So we welcome you to the show. On today's show, we want to talk about a subject that is sort of near and dear to both Heather and my heart, is this understanding that one can be spiritual and abundant and really into being physical. And and I think what's interesting in this kind of, it has a lot of old history, and we're not going to go into the history of it, where we have somehow separated that one who is truly spiritual should not be of the world, so to speak, and be into anything that's, you know, too much on the glutton side. <laughs> can't be too rich, can't be too good looking. <laughs> You know what I mean? Can't love, can't love physical too much. You got to stay more in that spiritual realm. Wear the comfy shoes, not the stilettos. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where does that come from exactly? Now that you're talking about it, I'm thinking like, why do we buy this stuff exactly? Like, where, how does this make any sense? I know. And I think we struggle with it because let's face it, the earth is so plentiful with this physical, sensual experience. And yet so much of the time we all we kind of make this crazy line in the sand where we say, 
well, here's my spiritual self, but when I go to work, I got to, you know, I got to be all about the abundance and I got to force and push and kick and scream and all my spiritual stuff I save for Sunday or when I go on retreat once a year. Um, but I, I just think we have to wake up that there is no difference if we choose to be fully, fully spiritual and fully of in the physical experience and loving it. And, I think there yeah. is there. Are you saying that there's like a misunderstanding of what a spirit, what spiritual is? Yes. Yeah. We're thinking, and what physical is too, maybe. I think that's where it starts, you know, and, and the Abrahams talk about it all the time is that, you know, we think they're up in the heavens, got it all together, perfect, done, and just waiting for us to catch up to them. And I just have a question, like, why do we think robes are so attractive? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just had that visual when you are talking. <laughs> robes and Birkenstocks, love them. <laughs> They're so comfy, though. Shut up. They're comfortable. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what, what the Abrahams is saying is, is that the non-physical is actually being propelled and expanded by the physical experience. And I think right. that makes more, it makes most people go absolutely crazy. The idea that we on the physical plane in this human experience are actually impacting the expansion of God because they think it should be the other way around. So yeah. I think it is waking up to the fact that we are on the leading edge of that expansion and the physical universe is part of that expression. So you can't be truly spiritual and truly, let's say, of the world in the sense that you're experiencing abundance, you're experiencing what life has to offer and not apologizing for it because you can't get poor enough to make poor people rich and you can't get sick enough to get sick people well. Right. right. And so that we have to kind of wake up to that false premise. And part of that is is fun because we get to understand that all the powerful experiences we have in the spiritual experience, we can bring into the physical, into the everyday, into the work, the taxi ride, um, the experience with our families and our friends and and feel those feelings, the joy, the expansion points. But being very much, like you had said right before the show, on the ground. Let's talk about that. Feet on the ground. Yeah. Well, and I kind of just got something when you were talking about, um, I don't know if everyone does things this way, but I always do things like where I go all the way one way and then I go all the way the other way and then I find my middle ground somewhere in the middle, you know, like the pendulum swings and then it comes to its equilibrium and my one way all the way, I remember being a kid and my mom and I, my mom and I used to do the business Mary Kay, Mary Kay Cosmetics. Oh, I remember that one. Love that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Mary Kay, as a woman, you know, before she passed and everything, she would say, heaven forbid that you ever be seen without your makeup. Like, what if you're one day <laughs> taking the trash out and your neighbor's taking out his trash and you don't have any makeup on and he sees you without your makeup on? That's how I grew up. My mom would be like, oh, you better put your makeup on. And so as a rebellious teen, I would be like, I'm not wearing any makeup. Who do, why do I care about what other people think of me? So I think a lot of times we get this thing like, do I want something because I, because I want other people to think I'm cool? Or do I want something because it feels good or, or it, it, you know, it's, it's the feel good flow. Yeah. And I think we have to get back to the, the only criteria that we should be measuring for is how we are feeling in it, of it, and let 
everything else fall by the wayside. But we don't prioritize feeling good. We we decide, well, first I'll take, you know, the temperature of everyone in the room and see what they need or how they expect me to be. And then if there's any time left, I'll feel good. Right. Mm. And that's just crazy. And so we, we come to that point of, of really, again, bringing the spiritual into the physical experience um, because, you know, it's it's not um, an ego trip, although a lot of people I don't want to get into the definition of ego because it can go 10 different ways. But it's not about you trying to make up for something by getting all the stuff in the physical or having all these experiences in the physical. Do you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. you're trying to fill a void with physical stuff. Um, physical expression, whether it be relationships or the freedom to travel or really, really great food that costs a lot of money or the ability to help others, um, whatever, wherever that comes from, it's not because you're trying to make up for something. It's because it's part of your expression of the divine, mm-hmm. right? It's part of you being fully in the world. And, um, and I kind of like, to be honest with you, the way that Esther is sort of non-apologetic about how rich they are. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I mean, some people get a uh, little... She talks about it a lot more since Jerry's past, I noticed, actually. Oh, I think so, too. I think they're on, like, their fifth house or something. And I'm like, go, team. Um, but some people will say, well, you know, that's just too much for a spiritual teacher. Um you know, and, and we get sort of in this weird wonky place where there's sort of there's rules of the spiritual game and the spiritual life. And then there's rules for being in the world. And we get like they're separate. Yeah. And, and we get kind of split personalities, if you will. Um, people who might act completely different in the business world and then come to church on Sunday and you'd be like, well, you know, who are you? Um, and, and I think that's, that's a part of our expansion and our ability is to stop that um, division, you know, to be fully spiritually principled in our everyday life um, allows us to experience the richness of the physical experience, don't you think? I mean, that's, that's part of the fun, right? Yeah. And I'm always surprised when, you know, if those of you who just joined the show uh, for the first time, we talk a lot about Abraham Hicks and the Abrahams, we like to call them because we love them so much, and Esther and her work. And we really think this is some leading, leading, leading edge teaching as as, as there are some teachers who kind of are going to the next step because we like to know what's the next thing. Okay, we got that. Now what's more? You know, they're they're really showing us the way to be um, fully present in, this, in the physical. And they talk a lot about it. I mean, they even go so far as to say that the non-physical experiences physical through us. So we think we're alone in our bodies. <laughs> well, be afraid. Nope. <laughs> you know, so the non-physical energy is actually tasting through our taste buds and hearing yep. through our ears and feeling through our touch. And I think a lot of people are, are uh, not up to quite up to speed with that. The fact that God is experiencing uh, the physical as itself. So from that vantage point, thinking about, well, do you want to put God in like the cheapest hotel room or do you want to put God at the penthouse at the Ritz-Carlton? <laughs> well, 
Now, depending on on how you go, but because sometimes a cheap <laughs> a cheap burger and fries just hits the spot way more than one of those little Gucci dinners that you pay three hundred dollars for. You know, so it depends on the circumstance. You definitely, right. you know, you want you want to know what feels good for you, and that's God expressing itself. Let's go this way. Let's go that way. You know, I love organic. I love, I love it. High vibrating food. Let me tell you, nothing good, nothing better than a good juice. But sometimes a donut, <laughs> let's face it, it just hits the spot. You're, that's so funny. My daughter and I were having that same conversation yesterday. She came home sick from school because she said, I ate a donut and I hate donuts. And everyone in the class is like, you got to love a donut. It's a donut. They brought it for birthday for somebody's birthday. And so she ate the donut and she says, I know I don't like donuts and I know they make me sick every time I eat them. But <laughs> I can't understand why I don't like them, but everyone else does. And I'm like, you know what? I looked at her. I'm like, I can't stand donuts. (laughs) And it's so funny. Another time you brought up pie and I'm like, and I don't like pie either. (laughs) So none of this is absolutely applicable to everybody. Give me a piece of chocolate though and I'll go crazy for it. But what feels good to you is really um, part of the idea of marrying what feels good to you and your God consciousness. Right. You know, that's that's the aha moment as as we look at these spiritual teachings is that God is expressing itself through our desires in the physical world, not just what we want to achieve on the metaphysical world um, and what it is we want to experience in the non-physical. And I, I love that part of this work. I love and part of why I love the Abraham work is they do talk about being fully present in the physical, in the joy, in the expression of the physical universe, they're having a they're having a party here, right? And, and they keep telling us to catch up, you know. And that's the other thing that's so cool is this whole variety thing. Like they get to experience all the different things through all of us having our unique identifiers of difference. Yeah. Right. So so source with you and your donut and source with me and my chocolate and whatever source gets to experience all of it through all of us. And so like that's what brings all that joy. Exactly. And and I think that we can allow ourselves to enjoy the physical world as an expression of God and not get into that point of 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 saying I you know, I have to cut myself off from that because I'm a spiritual person. Um, I think that's what we want to heal ourselves from because there's just so much to enjoy here. And it is God expressing itself um, in that, that joyful place. And so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to listen to a little bit of an appetizer, little morsel of a recent Abraham workshop, just to, to give us some, some more things to sink our teeth into about this idea that we sort of live with this idea that there's a set of rules for the spiritual and there's a set of rules for the physical and never the twain shall meet. And we're going to break those rules on today's show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. And we are going to be back after this brief break. So go have a donut, chocolate, or have an organic something. (laughs) Come back and listen to us in a minute. Ever 
notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Are you in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, as you just heard, and we want to give a shout out to our Unity family. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we appreciate all your emails. And um, do check out our website at everydayattraction.com. There are opportunities there to dive into some feel-good products that we have put together on the website as sponsors and just products that we love in the physical. Oh, my. Um, and you can also check out Heather's website at resetyourmindset.net. Uh, lots of wonderful offers that she has as a channel and a teacher and a coach. So check that out. And um, we also have our Patreon account set up. If you'd like to gift us with the physical dollars, (laughs) 
in your expression of love. We appreciate it. And we have set out an account where you can give us a little and uh, and tell us what you think of the show and uh, and hopefully how you're getting a lot out of it. So that's, again, uh, Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Oh, with pay e r o n oh p a t e r o n dot com and search everyday attraction or pop over to our website and there'll be a link there to the Patreon gift giving opportunity. So the topic of the show is, is really understanding the idea of spiritual abundance, but we're not just talking about abundant spiritual. We're talking about abundance in the physical, whether that be whatever whatever it is that you love to be fully present in the physical with the spiritual con- consciousness understanding that it is really the expression of both and to to help us out with that we're going to play a track from a recent Abraham Hicks workshop that happened in Phoenix Arizona in 2000 14. And um, as we always do, we encourage you to go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and purchase all their wonderful tracks and workshops. And, um, and use this as an opportunity for us to go deeper on this topic of really understanding that there is more for us to experience in this physical if we can bring God more fully into the picture. So let's listen in and we'll talk about it after we hear it. Question is from some years ago. I started a spiritual path, which was very different in compared to my past life. And actually, I was very good in that. Uh, or what I learned was uh, incredible for me. The thing is, I started to believe and to experience in my life truth. Like, for example, there is a sentence. I mean, if I have only my meditation, that is enough for me. Everything is going to be well. So. That kind of sentence drove me to a place where I don't have concern at all. And suddenly I realized, for example, in the financial issue, when I had concern and I was working like an animal, I earned a lot of money. Now I don't have any concern. I am very relaxed and everything is going to be okay. The thing is, I cannot match very well that beautiful behavior with the fact that I'm living in financial abundance. You know what I mean? Well, when you live in this physical world where you can offer action and see immediate results, it's logical that when you begin offering different behavior, the results would morph or evolve to match your expectation. It takes a while to show yourself, because words don't teach, to show yourself of the leverage of the power of the universe from alignment. It takes a little while. It takes a little while to stop trying, because all of you could, with effort, accomplish things over here in our in our evolution that we are talking about you can apply action and you can apply words and you can gather together in force and you can cause construction or destruction in other words you can make a lot happen with your action but compared to the creation that happens when you get in sync with this energy that creates worlds those are paltry and not usually very satisfying or long-lasting creations this is a really wonderful conversation that we're having here, one that has been long in coming. 
because there's a tendency as our physical friends listen to us talk about finding the feeling place or accomplishing a mood. It feels like if I don't do the things I know how to do, I'm not going to get the results that, in other words, I can't just stay home and meditate, Abraham. I have to go to work. I can't just vibrate my way into abundance. And we say, yes, you can. But if you have been depending on the action and the behavior, then these words don't feel like enough. So today, we are building a bridge between the world of action that so many of you are joyfully involved in. We think action is a wonderful thing. We are just encouragers of inspired action, action that comes from the mood of feeling good, not action that comes from the mood of fearing the repercussions if you don't act. And so the bridge that we're building, the key, if you will, to living happily ever after in the abundance that you're wanting on all subjects is that as you accomplish the management of your own mood, which means you're able to translate the vibration of well-being, which is flowing to you all day, every day, in a powerful stream, as you're able to maybe first stumble into it, maybe you meditate your way into it, Maybe you are influenced by another into it. But as you find your way in vibrational accord with this energy of well-being so that your mood feels good and you acknowledge what you did to accomplish that and you continue to let that be what your deliberate intention to accomplish is, I'm going to accomplish alignment and see what comes from that. I'm going to accomplish alignment and see what comes from that. I'm going to accomplish alignment and see what comes from that. I'm going to accomplish clarity and then see what comes from that. I'm going to accomplish that. That's my goal. That's what I'm after. Then what happens is you get another impulse and another and another. And before you know it, you're offering a lot of action. You're in the right place at the right time. You say the right words to the right person at the right time. You're inspired. You're inspired to zig and zag through this diverse universe with clear feeling about where to go and when to go and what to say and who to say it to. In other words, you won't be actionless. You'll be full of the delicious action that is so satisfying, but it will be inspired action because it's coming unconditionally from that alignment of who you are. Source knows who you are so vividly and knows where you are in relationship to everything that you want to be and is offering you impulses steadily all day, every day. And the only question worth asking is, how receptive am I to the impulses? And anything that you're doing for any other reason other than increasing your receptivity to that guidance puts you in the category of the hardworking, struggling, well-meaning, not getting very far in their creation, eventually resentful of you, others okay D don't you think that uh, for did example did you like that we did if my sentence is i don't need anything beyond meditation you're talking or, about an affirmation your sentence an affirmation yeah. what you're talking about yeah my, my question is uh, if that is my main sentence the daily basis in some way i am putting away all the resources if i say that so what is the sentence i don't need anything uh, yeah for example because uh, everything is spectacular the way it is so uh, i am in the right place and sometimes i am having fun and i'm 
having fun. <laughs> the thing is, uh, it's like... Um, well, the reason that that sentence, that affirmation, could be a really meaningful, beneficial one, is that if it means I'm in need of nothing, there's nothing missing because everything I want is vibrationally present and the momentum is ensuing, the momentum is bringing it to full fruition. A lot of people used to worry that if I proclaim my happiness, then the universe will say, well, he's happy, let's give our attention and goods to others. And it's not like that. It's that in absence of awareness of lack, abundance flows powerfully. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was really interesting. Um, there was a lot. I want, I want to repeat that last part. If absence of flow and lack, abundant. Wait, that piece was just so good right at the end. Well, if, if there's nothing missing, <clears throat> if there's nothing missing, then abundance will flow. If there's something missing and then we try to fix it or fill it, then that's where we get into the weeds. Right. And that's like the stick or oh, every stick has two sides, the abundant side and the lack side. Right. So it doesn't mean I only need meditation and I don't need anything else like the breatharians. <laughs> you know, it's just that when you come from the place of being fully aligned, then the physical becomes part of the joyous journey, not something you're trying to fill in to feel better. So it's it's really a subtle but profound um, difference. But I, I thought it was interesting. The setup is that we're bridging the world of what feels like action and making it happen and push, push, push and do, do, do and, and complicate and to and control to this place of fearlessness where you're standing in alignment and knowing that you'll be you'll be moving, action will happen, but it'll be from a place of being like carried. You're almost carried through the action. Um, but I, I just think part of what I was hearing is that we haven't really trusted that second way of being in the world. You know, we can see that if we get enough people together and they shovel enough dirt, a mountain will be built. Well, yeah, because we're not used to being carried. Everybody wants to do it themselves, you know? Yeah. It's like we don't see physically see other people being carried, right? So we think we have to make it happen, push it to happen, force it to happen. I mean, it's it's kind of societal ways that we learn is that we if, if it's meant to be, it's up to me, you know? Right. And that, <laughs> you want something done, do it yourself. You right. Know, all that and, kind of stuff. Yeah, and that action out of fear if I don't act. Right. That that's a whole kind of way of being in the world is that you're just running around in fear of that if you don't do this, something horrible will, ha will happen. You know, so I really love this. What he's setting up for us is is understanding that there's a whole other way of being in the world that is fully God conscious and not um, not silent, not even static, but 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 built on this idea that we can accomplish from a place of alignment and clarity. And really what we're acting on is impulses that may bring us into those places of really enjoying the physical world, enjoying financial abundance. Because, so here, here's what I see before we go for a break. I, I just like, here, here's what I see sometimes on this, on this, this sort of spiritual journey. You've got a whole lot of people struggling with money 
who are amazing spiritual teachers. And then you have spiritual teachers who get a lot of financial abundance. And then the people who follow them start to get uncomfortable that they might be getting too financially abundant. That somehow that's not, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know that there's, you know, like so, Joel Olstein or something. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of folks. And, and I, and I think that's what we kind of want to call to task is that, you know, it is, depending on what your expression is, some people are going to want to live in big houses, other people not so much, but whatever that expression is, it's okay to express that abundance in the physical world and being, and be led and be pulled into that expression. Um, that that is a godly and, and divine life. Um, and that, and that, but maybe, you know, uh, less is more for you. Maybe it's not about having a lot of stuff or being in a lot of relationships or having a lot of experiences on the physical. Maybe it is more of that simple life, but it's still fully aware and alive in yeah. the physical world, in your garden, toes in the ground. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. I call and I call it havingness. Like what's your level of havingness? How much are you willing to have? Not the physicalness of having it, but allowing it all to be manifest. Yes. With, within your within your being, you know? And they talked about that. They talked about how it is your receptiveness that really is the opportunity. How much are you allowing yourself to receive? And how much do you cut yourself off from that financial abundance? Because at some level of your consciousness, there is a false premise that says, if I'm too abundant, then I'm rejecting God. I'm rejecting the divine self. Um, and that that is really one that we want to call to task here and look at as we talk about being a point of attraction. Attraction for what? Attraction for all of it. For the spiritual, for the alignment, for the joy, for the um, the emotional experience, but also for the abundance, for the freedom that financial abundance can bring because then we're able to be our most creative self. But, you know, then we get the finger wag. Well, don't get too financially free. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was just seeing a picture of the, the finger drawing the line in the sand. Yeah. Well, it's okay to have $5,000 a month, but it's not okay to have $7,000 a month right. or something like that. Right. right so right, right. we are the ones that are put, putting the finger in the sand, not source. It's the, it's, it's our mind. It it's is our, our mind. It's, it's an illusion. It is. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about living both in the spiritual world, fully conscious, and also being fully abundant in this financially driven world. We'll be right back after the break. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace 
and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore, too. Melena Dawn and Stacey Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists, examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. So we've got a kind of an interesting topic that we're talking today. You're listening to your feel good sisters, Heather and Ray. Um, definitely check out our website, everydayattraction.com. Lots more things that we're talking about. What we're really talking about today is again, bringing that spiritual into the everyday, but realizing that to be fully alive in the physical is a spiritual experience. And before the break, we were talking, we were listening to um, a person at, at a recent Abraham Hicks workshop talking about the fact that, you know, when he was in the world and he was like working like an animal, quote unquote, he made a lot of money. But then he got enlightenment and he realized that there was a spiritual life that he wanted and that now meditation is really all he needs, but he's struggling financially. And how is it that we can um, really be fully present 
in our spiritual life and also be fully allowing to the abundance that is that is ours. And again, abundance according to what feels good to you. We're not talking about, you know, he with the most toys wins. We, we all are beyond that. But but really allowing, um, as, as Heather was saying for the break, how receptive are you to receiving? Or is there something within you that says, well, if I want that, then maybe I'm not truly um, being a, a spiritual person. I'm not yeah. truly aligned. But that God is wanting through us and desiring through us as a part of our physical expression. Well, and it feels like for people that maybe didn't really access their spiritual aspect as much, maybe they're putting more focus and attention on the spiritual aspect of themselves now, that they feel like maybe, well, in order for me to experience more spirituality, I have to let go of physical things and I have to give it up. Right. Right. And th- and that's a false premise. And that's a false premise. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think, you know, what we always have to come back to is what feels good to you? What is it that your heart desires? Um, and is that and is that an expression that you're allowing yourself to have? But also what they had said in that that segment is that they've been wanting to have this conversation with us, quote unquote, us for a while, and that it's a pivotal conversation, that this is a new type of energy model. The one that says align, wait, align, align, get clear, hold on, align, and then wait for the impulse to act. Not out of fear, not out of desperation, not out of scarcity, but out of that pure alignment that says, go here, do this. And I think a lot of us, we get nervous. We align and then we're like, yeah, but that end of that month is coming, right? We align and then we're like, uh, I, I better, I better work overtime. I better go get four jobs. I better, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like we have to step into this new energy model that says just align, get clear, be in that place 51% of the time and then wait for the inspired action and then trust that you're leveraging don't you love that word? You're leveraging the energy that creates worlds, which is way more powerful it's, than what you can do pushing something up a hill. And and that's pretty, I mean, it's abstract, but it's huge to think about the energy that creates worlds. And you said something earlier about um, source filling through us and then asking for what you want. And when if you ask for everything you that you want and not hold back, don't you think source wants to feel that too? You know that your want whatever it is you're wanting, source wants to feel it too. <laughs> right, right. But instead we there get into go. instead we get into this crazy collective bargaining. Well, we're like, well, if I just maybe take this much, like there's and I, I love the Abrahams and they always talked about this. They haven't talked about it in a while this idea that there's only one pie, right? <laughs> and I don't want to take too much of the pie, you know. But they keep saying or compromise or settle yeah. or whatever. And it's infinite. But but I but I, I was really attracted and intrigued by this idea that it's a paradigm shift and it's a totally different model of getting things done in the physical. And it's new to us. It's new to, the, our, to our consciousness. The waiting, the aligning and waiting piece. Yeah. And do not act until you are inspired 
So everyone on, on the radio show is going to say, well, how do I know when to act and when, how long do I wait and what do I know what it feels like to be inspired? So those are the, the subtleties, right? Well, yeah, but it's, a, but it's a new paradigm. So you're not going to be familiar with it the first time it happens. But um, if you cannot not do it, you know what I mean? Like wild horses couldn't keep you from doing it. It's aligned. It's inspired action. When you, f it's a feeling. It's a feeling. And we've all felt it in our lives at one time or another. We just didn't realize that that was source knocking on our door. Is it, it's that idea that I have to do this. I don't even care what anyone else thinks. This is mine to do. We all know it. And then there's plenty of action that happens once that gets moving. But I think most of us don't trust it. We don't wait long enough to let that vibrational shift. And we get out there, we just start batting around, we start slugging stuff, we just start making it happen, because we're running out of time. You know, we got fear going on, we're, we're afraid if we don't act, we're going to be judged. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And so we break our backs, we work like animals, you know, we get injuries, we get sick, we're working too much. You know what I'm saying? We, we kind yeah, of, we're, our productivity you know. decreases because we're staying up too late and we're working on something so long and so hard that we start to just do it slower and slower and slower. And we're just ex exhausted. <laughs> exactly. So, we're so not productive at all or efficient or effective. Yeah. Perform, but we're just spending time focused on something. Because let's face it, there's a big payoff when you start to control and make things happen in the moment. Because you can push your weight around, you can push people, you can make things happen, you can use your words and your energy to do some crazy stuff, and you'll see results, right? People will do stuff for you for a period of time. Things will happen, things will move, and there's a kind of a, again a crazy gratification for that. Ah, I made that happen. Um, but it's completely out of alignment with the power and the potential that is within you. And um, I want to bring this back because we've been talking a little bit about The Slight Edge, which is um, Mr. Olson's book. And that that particular book, if anyone isn't familiar with it, do you want to talk a little bit about The Slight Edge for a minute? Sure. Do you Jeff, want me to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. So it's Jeff Olson's book, Jeff The Olson Slight Edge. The yeah. Book. Yeah, and it's just these principles that he's realized create success. He's known as the millionaire maker. And um, one of them is slow down to go fast, which I use all the time because it's just amazing to think you actually have to slow down in order to go fast. Exactly. There's seven principles, I think it is. Well, that, that whole thing about um, little actions mm -hmm. over time, like compound interest, yeah, have huge results, but it takes consistency and small actions over time yield results. And I think a lot of people have said with this Abraham work, what do you mean just changing a thought? Nothing happened. Okay, I changed my thought. I didn't see any money fall into my bank account. I didn't see my relationship come into alignment. I, I changed my thought. But it's that consistency of that slight shifting of thought. Yeah, over time in that alignment place, waiting, waiting, just keep doing it. You know, you're not going to get the payoff right now. No big payoff right now. But then I love that story he tells in the book about, you know, one day, the plant that was growing on the pond that doubled every day, mm -hmm. that one day it was only half the pond and the next day was the full pond, right? Yeah, that's what I'm getting that feeling like this is the paradigm that they're talking about. 
is that and the, the one thing that they're saying too about the slight edge is the little tiny thing that you do if you do it it doesn't really make a difference that day and if you don't do it it doesn't really uh-huh. make a difference that day because yes. there's another component that you didn't bring in there yeah so then you're like ah just go to bed i don't really need to take that action or whatever that inspired thing it's not that big of a deal so you don't do it, it doesn't matter. You do do it, it doesn't matter that day. But over time, consistently over time, if you do it little by little by little by little, it does make a huge exponential growth difference. Yes. And this is the energy model that I think Abraham is talking about, is that if you just, and you heard them in that little part that we that we just played, where they're like, just align, align, align align. Those are those little thoughts. Those are those little places where you go to that knowing of who you are that but we talk about that all the time. And in the moment, it doesn't feel like you did much. Okay, you soothed yourself, you felt a little better, you let something go, you let someone off the hook, you didn't run around, you just waited. Um, I think that is slight edge material, you know. (laughs) And then one day, one day, the leverage of the universe comes in and pop, 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 pop. Right place, right time, right words. We've all experienced it in one way or another. It kind of reminds me of um, people that become successful and you hear about them and you, you hear like there's this overnight success story, but there's people that say, well, it was my 20 year overnight success story. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. That's exactly right? it. But, but what's different though is it's not about spending 20 years in the trenches. Right. This is about spending 20 years aligning in a beautiful, subtle, gorgeous, fulfilling way of allowing source to be as you through you without, you know, needing big results other than that shift and emotion other than that feel better and other than that just stepping into that feel good flow, right? And allowing that to be enough and trusting big T word trusting that this new paradigm of energy of how things get done. I think that's what we're talking about. How things get done, how things are brought into the physical, how we use our spiritual technology to be in the world. And um, it's fascinating because we're new to this. We're new to this. We're used to working on the railroad you know, pick all up the live long day, all the live long day and die trying. And here is this elegant, non-physical, energetic paradigm that says there's another way. There's another way. And uh, and that's exciting, right? That's exciting. Hallelujah. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. I can barely stand it. Like it is I just feel like that's everything, you know, that's the vibrancy of the reason to wake up every morning. I know. (laughs) Well, if you're on the planet right now and you came in with the internet, I like to say, (laughs) because talk about leverage. Um, If you came in with the internet (laughs) and you're living in this age, you're ready for this. And if, gosh, if you're listening to this show, you're really ready for it because you would never found us if you weren't ready to really move into that new paradigm where life is, um, is more delicious in the journeying part as well as the destination. So it's not misery, 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 payoff. It's fun, joy, excitement, payoff, fun, joy, excitement, payoff, you know, well, that's why I feel I feel like we have this, um, 
the secret, you know, it's like, oh, it's the path of least resistance. It's fun. It works. It's not difficult. You don't have to get out of your comfort zone. I mean, you do get out of your comfort zone, but not in a difficult, hard way where you're miserable. Right. But in a feel good, oh my gosh, this is exhilarating kind of way. Yeah. Because you're getting out of your own way. Um, that's the exciting part. And, and I do feel like we can use the spiritual technology in our everyday experience to really truly get rid of this crazy dichotomy that one thing's spiritual and the other thing's physical. Um, it's exciting to see how we can begin to use this knowledge to live more fully, live more present, love bigger, um, and, and really get to know who we are and get to know the planet better. And we've love come bigger. I'm so <laughs> glad bigger. you said love bigger. To this year, 2015, for me, the year of love and money, they're related. Love yeah. bigger. Love bigger. Love bigger. Because there is the capacity within you that is that divine capacity for more. And it's all getting more and more bigger. And that's a good thing. So we are actually at the end of our hour. That was fun. <laughs> we it's think. always such a blast because you're amazing well right back at you my sister it's so good to come together and have this leading edge conversation and we thank you for joining us for this hour and of course we will see you next time and in the meantime feel good sister feel good sister Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. In his new book, What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug, Daryl Fuzaro emphasizes the positive effects of applying unity principles in everyday situations. Laura Harvey, editor of Daily Word magazine, exclaims Daryl Fuzaro shares his life lessons with inspiring creativity. This book is encouraging, funny, and heartwarming, a combination I highly recommend. As co-host of Unity Online Radio's Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, Daryl's old-school charm and no-nonsense approach to spirituality keep a global audience laughing and inspired. What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug is loaded with Daryl's hilarious, award-winning illustrations and packs his wit and wisdom into easy-to-digest, bite-sized stories of how he transforms chaos into tranquility and succeeds in the entertainment business by doing the opposite of everyone else. What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug is a pocket Bible encouraging the talented and timid to trust their gut, act on their intuition, and step out boldly. Even if you just bought it for the chapter titles and Daryl Fuzaro's illustrations alone, you'd be getting more than your money's worth with this book. Author and film critic Sister Rose Pucati says, Spending time with Fuzaro's stories will leave you no choice but to smile and carry on. 
Oh, he forgot to mention he hangs out with a group of nuns, but then, if he had, it would have necessitated a change to some of his more colorful adjectives. Have fun ordering your copy of What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug today on Amazon.com. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free every Friday at 2 p.m. Central here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I will leave this world as it is. The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, 
confidence and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find 